Silver men treat them. There was a stack of wood beside the range, and I had it lit in no time. I thought we'd left the piano behind, I said, as I came out of the kitchen. She was nowhere to be seen, so I tried the door to the right of the hallway. It was the drawing room, and she was fussing with the placement of the chairs and the small table between them. What was that, dear? she said. I said I thought we'd left the piano behind. We did, she said, a puzzled frown crinkling her brow. You were saying you were expecting to find it in the kitchen, I persisted. Was I? It certainly sounds like the sort of thing I might say, but we definitely left it. I never liked it. Horrible tone. I've ordered a new one. Right you are, my lady. So far, so good, she said, indicating her old chairs and occasional table, which entirely failed to fill the spacious room. They even managed to put the books on the shelves. She looked closer. I'm not sure I'd have put Charles Dickens next to Isaac Newton except at a dinner party, and then only if Nellie Melba hadn't turned up, but they've done their best. What happened to the lovely comfy armchairs? I said. They should be in the sitting room. Gracious, we have a sitting room too. How very decadent. And a morning room. Jasper and his wife have four children, so they'll need plenty of room if they ever get back from India. Did he say when that might be? No, she said. He was a bit vague about it all, to be honest. Business, blah, blah. Have to stay out here for a while, blah, blah. Rotten luck, blah, blah. Don't suppose you want to rent a house in the country, old girl. You know the sort of thing. We moved across the hall and through the opposite door, which led to the dining room. The walnut dining table could seat eight and had always seemed a little large in the flat, but here, in this spacious, high-ceilinged room, it was much more at home. Lady Hardcastle cast about the room to make sure that everything was in its proper place. They've done a much better job than I had feared, she said, opening one of the doors on the sideboard. Look, they've even managed to remember to put the dinner service away. Before I could look, as instructed, she had breezed out and was heading towards the back of the house and the kitchen. Instead of turning left, though, as I had done to find and light the range, she turned right into a small, square room. There, we found her desk, which had been positioned so that it looked out of the window onto the spacious walled garden and the fields and hills beyond. This will do very nicely indeed, she said again, resting her hand on the back of her chair. We might need to redecorate at some point. I do rather find these pale colours a little insipid, but it shall do for now. Upstairs next, I think. Just one thing, my lady, I said as we completed our survey of the upper floors and headed for the kitchen. Just one, she said, for now. You are planning to hire some more staff, aren't you? I said. I'll not be able to look after this place on my own. The apartments in London were simple enough, especially with being able to send the laundry out, but here, fear not, tiny servant, she said. When Jasper rented me the place, he put me on to the local landowners, and they've sorted out some people for me to interview. It's all in hand. Well, that's a relief, I said, and put the kettle on to boil. Of more pressing concern, she said, looking about, is what shall we eat?
The Great Western Railway offers a punctual service, but a lacklustre lunch. I shall be somewhere beyond starving by dinner time. Fear not, ageing employer, I said. I ordered some supplies before we left London, and asked that they be delivered to the house. If all is well, there should be plenty in the pantry. I opened the larder door and indicated the shelves, chock-a-block with groceries. Well done, you, she said. We shall have our tea, and then I'll leave you to practice your culinary witchcraft while I make sure my equipment has been safely stowed in the orangery. She pointed to the door beside the large sink. Is that the way out to the garden? Through the boot room, yes, I said. The kettle soon boiled, and I filled the pot and joined her at the table. Lamps, she said suddenly. What? Have we got any lamps? I've grown so accustomed to having electricity in the flat that I completely forgot. All taken.